0: So many, at times, America is always trying to ask African countries to hold themselves to a higher standard, uphold justice on the continent, and, you know, just live up to standards that Americans cannot live up to themselves. And there have been a lot of conversation about arresting Putin should he come to the continent, which led to him uh, deciding not to attend BRICS board. South Africans are not having any of it. If you try them and ask them why they were very hesitant, to arrest Putin when he, people thought that he was going to come onto the continent, this is some of the answers that they will give you. We
1: will uh, you welcome Vladimir Putin here oh, right now. Of course, we, we will welcome a man who is being investigated for war crimes by the international court. We will Criminal welcome court. him to come here as
2: part and parcel of BRICS, but we know that we are constrained by the ICC in terms of uh, doing that. Putin is a head of state. Do you think that? Uh, a head of state can just be arrested anywhere. How many crimes have your country committed in Iraq? How many crimes have everyone else who's so vocal today committed in Iraq and Afghanistan? Have you arrested them?
0: Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our Conversations. My name is indira Roganda. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, talking to you guys about black people, Africa, our empowerment, and how we can rise up. And take our rightful place at the global stage now the secretary general of the amc party was being interviewed by bbc on hard talk and south africa is at a very interesting place economically because of the challenges that are going on in their country but also because of the new alliances that they are forming in terms of bricks and when you talk about bricks the, the 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 poster child for bricks is russia now South Africa and Russia have been known to have long-standing relationships, good relationships that date way, 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 way back. But because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the global West perception of Russia has changed. Not that they were ever fans of 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 Russia before, but because of the war that is currently going on um between the two countries, it's almost like the global West is trying to amass itself allies against russia and it's been also looking towards africa to see if they can find african countries that they can you know scare away from having any form of diplomatic or bilateral relations with russia and to be honest to a large extent it's working it really is working because um you look at Russia, is is one country powerful, but it's one. And the global West, there's several countries that are far more powerful and speak in one accord. So African countries are being very careful with who they're choosing to piss off in this fight. And if you look at the Russia-Africa summit that is currently, um, that was being held rather by the time this video will be aired, you'll realize that out of the many, over 43 heads of states that attended it last year, This year, only about 17 heads of state went for the summit. And that should tell you a lot about the lobbying that the West has done and the fear mongering and the consequences that African countries will have to endure should they choose to go ahead and pursue relationships with Russia, but not South Africa. They couldn't be bothered and they couldn't be faced. You know, um, there were allegations that South Africa sent weapons to Russia and Naledi who's the foreign affairs minister came out and you know denounced that statement and said nothing of that sort happened it's also being rumored that um, the American um, ambassador apologized for those remarks in South Africa though the apology is not public but the minister said that he apologized and also uh, Mbalule who is the secretary general of ANC says that He apologized, and he says the government has reassured the ANC party and South Africans at large that no weapons were sent to South Africa.
2: We have explained those issues. Our government is dealing with those matters with the United States of America. We are not locked in any dispute of any form. And uh, we have none aligned when it comes to the conflict in Russia. And uh, that is the line we're pursuing.
1: Well, for for a start, the U.S. ambassador here in South Africa said that he had evidence that weapons had been loaded onto a Russian... I met
2: met with him yesterday. He apologized for being overzealous and uh, saying things that he shouldn't have said. Yeah,
1: you you say he's apologized. We have not heard him himself issue an apology. Well,
2: I am saying to you, he have apologized. I met him right here in the revolutionary house.
0: South Africa finds itself caught in between this war because it's in the middle of forming an economic alliance with Russia, India, China, and Brazil. And you know, BRICS has its own challenges and it will take a long time for it to be as powerful as the EU and all the other trading blocks, but it's being treated as a huge threat. And with Russia being part of it, it complicates the matter even more. And the BRICS summit is supposed to be held in South Africa later on in August. There have been a lot of questions whether Putin will attend and whether South Africa will arrest him. And until most recently, there were speculations that he was going to attend until he, the Russian government came out and said that he will not be attending. And instead, they'll be sending a government dignitary in his place. But there still have been a lot of questions of would South Africa Arrest Putin should he set foot in South Africa, and Balule was not having any of
2: it, any of it at
1: all. As head of the ANC, do you believe your government should and indeed will arrest if Vladimir Putin? If it was Putin?
2: according to the ANC, we will want President Putin to be here even tomorrow.
1: You would to come to come to come to our country. You uh, would welcome Vladimir Putin here right now, a man who is being investigated for war crimes by the International Criminal Court. We will welcome him
2: to come here as part and parcel of BRICS, but we know that we are constrained by the ICC in terms of uh, doing that. Putin is a head of state. Do you think that uh, a head of state can just be arrested anywhere? How many crimes have your country committed in Iraq? How many crimes? Have everyone else who saw so vocal today committed in Iraq and Afghanistan? Have you arrested them?
1: You, you have know, not. You know the impact that You're this You're making stand of a yours. lot of
2: noise about putting a state of working for peace between Ukraine and Russia, and you failed to resolve the war. Where are the weapons of mass destruction? Tony Blair went to Iraq and claimed that there are weapons of mass destruction. Did you see anybody standing against that in the United Kingdom and Britain? More than uh, millions of people have died in Iraq and yeah. Afghanistan, and there are no weapons of mass destruction. We know what the war is about. Mr. Secretary General, between Russia and Ukraine, we want peace. That's what is important, so that the world can thrive. And organs and institutions of the world that institute world peace must not be conspicuous by their silence in deciding right. decisively.
0: Well, the challenges of South Africa are not new. They're currently going through an economic, an economic battering. The economy is not doing really well. The currency is not doing well. Inflation is high. The cost of electricity is also like really high, and there isn't stable supply of power. Um, The country has been struggling with something called load shedding, where they go from one hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours, seven hours eight hours, sometimes 10 to 12 hours of darkness because the country cannot produce enough electricity locally to feed the demand. And this has been affecting just the daily lives of South Africans. It's affecting businesses. South Africa is one of the biggest wine producers in the whole world. And you know, this is going to affect production of wine, the cost of the wine, and the country is going to lose a lot of money. They're losing a lot of money as it is daily because of load shedding, And the government has done a lot of work in trying to, you know, change ministers and deal with it. And Balule says that the government will ensure that before the year ends, they would have dealt with load shedding in its entirety. But also it's important to know that this is not the first time that South Africa is grappling with um, unstable power supply.
2: We have given government and all our ministers that not even before end of the year Everything must be done to do away with load shedding. That's what we have said. And uh, if that, in terms of our projection, could happen before end of the year, we are happy about that. We, we, this load shedding has just uh, made a mess of our country. And projected us as something else. It's so costing it you, according
1: be, to your reserve bank, it's costing correct. you at least two percent of absolutely. GDP. It,
2: absolutely, you so can't afford that. We can't, we, we can't afford that, and that is why uh, we are focused in terms of dealing with it. It is an Achilles' heel, and I can't tell you tonight uh, or any time that uh, this is an easy matter for our government. Surely. After COVID-19, this is the biggest challenge that has actually faced us internally.
0: Well, there you have it. That's all we had for you in this episode. Let me know what you think. Um, Drop your thoughts in the comment section. What do you
2: think about what Mbalula said about arresting Putin? I'll see you again next time.